0: Welcome, everyone, to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight interview edition for our free agency database here at the NFLDraftBible.com, headed by Mr. Marvin Jones, former fourth overall selection by the New York Jets out of Florida State University. We have been working hard this offseason into the season with so many uncertain events in the offseason due to the pandemic, pro day cancellations inability to try out for teams to have those private workouts. There was a lot of players that are still unfortunately waiting for their opportunity with everything that has happened in this off season, who would typically have those types of opportunities. So I have here, Mr. Michael Bullard, who is a defensive back out of Peru state, with me today who is a talented player who's just again waiting that opportunity michael appreciate you taking some time today man if you want to just introduce yourself to the folks at home uh again appreciate all the time for for you
1: giving us to uh giving to us today well that's no problem my name is michael bullard i'm originally from nassau bahamas i went to high school in Atlanta, Georgia when I was 16 to Raven Gap Nakuchi School. If you want to look at it, it's a really great school for your kids. Really diverse. Get your kids really thinking. Changed my mindset as a kid. Really nice for me. After that, I went to Peru State for five year, For four years. Then I transferred to UNL. Went back again for my senior year to play football. Started off playing corner in Peru. And then my junior year, my coach asked me to play safety. And I was just like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do it, man. Anything for the team. And actually safety actually became the spot I actually was supposed to play, I think, because it just naturally fit. It's just amazing.
0: <laughs> awesome, man. And, and you talked a little bit about starting out at corner. Michael, why don't you take me back to when you were first introduced to the game of football? Uh, what, what age were you? How long, <laughs> how long has this been, a, been kind of a dream for you right now?
1: This, uh, this is a very funny story. So uh, first ever football game I play tackle football. Uh, I started playing flag in the Bahamas, but flag football i mean it was fun, it was fun, but I mean I want to hit people I like hitting so first time I ever played tackle football for Raven Yamnakuchi school, I went to go make a tackle, and I get blasted on the sideline. I mean, helmet rolling all over the place. And all my friends never let me live that down. Even to this day, I can hit someone as hard as I can at Peru. But my friends that came from Rimbledo with me, they'll (laughs) always tell me, bro, don't forget, you got blasted by that dude your first time playing football. So, yeah, that was my first experience. And that kind of humbled me because, I mean, I came there thinking I was going to be the hot shot. I'm going to just be the best person. And then I got whacked. And then (laughs) after that, I just... Calm down and I just wanted to learn and understand how to get better I never want to get whack like that again though ever again after that I found all the seniors hit the weight room got to it
0: I love it man and I, we, we all have that moment right like everybody's gotten, <laughs> gotten smoked from time to time it happens to everyone I remember my first time too and I remember at that point I was like I don't ever want that to happen again kind of like what you <laughs> yeah, say right now
1: everyone's so. just like that
0: yeah. And I know, obviously, you know, it, it obviously you turned a corner there because now you got the opportunity to play college football. So take me through a little bit, just briefly, Peru State, how you ended up to that point. What was recruiting like out of high school and just what were some of the maybe other schools that maybe you had interest in as well?
1: Well, recruiting out of high school, I tried to go to as many like camps and uh and stuff like that, because coming from the Bahamas, like everyone have have like everyone's being looked at from since they were like freshmen and stuff coming, coming from other Bahamas, you really don't. I started off sophomore as a sophomore. Yeah. I didn't know the game that, that well didn't understand like defense. Cause I always play offense back in the Bahamas. So I didn't really understand defense and stuff like that. It took me a while, but then once it clicked, it clicked. I just, I just got it. But I came around, pro- I'd say my my senior year was probably the year I actually like started like playing like how I should play like Mm -hmm. how I am, but I mean, recruiting out of high school wasn't really that, wasn't really that uh, good. I wasn't getting looked at that much. I was getting looked at by a couple of D2 schools, D3 schools in, in Georgia and uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. But eventually I just, I started football with my best friend. His name's Dwight. And uh, we both decided when we came to school that if we don't get a chance to play D1, we'll just end up playing together at the same school. So, I mean, we both didn't go D1, so we decided we going to go to the same school. And Peru State was the school for, for us. I mean, we didn't even really get recruited there. We just walked onto the team. <laughs>
0: wow. wow! We went there I, I and know. just walked on. That's awesome, man. And talk to me a little bit about that experience because I know, I know I've talked to some walk-ons that talk about, you know, obviously the, the grind of a daily, you know, schedule oh. and trying to gain your spot <laughs> in, in the roster and, and amongst the it's, guys. Like,
1: what's oh that experience like? It's, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's, part of, it's part of the game. Like, that's the hunt. You got to hunt down the person in front of you. That's part of the game. It's just like when you have an opponent in front of you for the week, you got to hunt them. You got to learn what's their moves, like how they move, their different telts, so you can pick up on stuff. You could get the stuff early. So basically, that's just what it is. You just got to hunt. <laughs> you see the person in front of you putting on 225 on the bench, and you only got 135. Oh, no, that ain't going to work. You got to go up until you can't move that weight. Now, when you can't move that weight, you got to come back. After they gone, after everyone's gone, you got to come back after everyone's gone and start pushing that weight again because you can't, you can't get left behind. Once you get left behind, that's it. You can't make that up. Right. Making up ground is hard because everyone's working every day. Everyone's working every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you, you talked a little bit about, you know,
0: starting your career at corner, moving to safety, kind of finding your home. I know for a lot of teams, right, like that versatility to play both potentially could be something that goes heavy into your favor. Can you just describe yourself stylistically as a corner as a safety what would you how would you describe yourself as a football player
1: well stylistically i I'd, I'd say i could play corner nickel safety i could basically be a jackknife i could be a versatile tool like buda baker tyron matthew i love those guys by the way love them mm-hmm. love them they play so i love the way they play the game of football Great but players. i mean but i mean, uh, corner, corner is where you could put hands on someone and really get physical from the start so you could control where the receiver goes the, the objective is not to let the the receiver control you but at safety it's a wide open field and my coach just my coach told me uh one time he put me to the side because i was just playing hesitant he was like uh you just gotta trust your speed i put you there because you know what you're doing just trust your speed and then since then i just figured out this it's like playing center field. I used to play baseball. And as a kid, it's like playing center field, see ball, hit ball. And you got more space to roam to roam more than anyone. So, I mean, it's way more fun being back playing safety than corner, but I, I love both either way. Mm-hmm. I just don't like when people catch the ball on me. I consider it disrespect. <laughs> I, I don't want it to happen again. I will go at you like a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and you kind of already led into my question a little bit, Michael. I always like to ask guys about who are players that they look up to. You already talked about Tyra Matthew, Buddha Baker. Are there some other guys that maybe you like to watch
1: a lot growing up now that you try to monitor your game after a little bit? Well, growing up, I used to watch – when I first started playing defense, I decided I'm going to start watching um, – I started watching Ed Reed, Ray Lewis because – I mean, I was like five, I'd say like, I was like five, six, like 150 pounds playing outside linebacker at one point in high school. So, I mean, I just wanted to get the mindset. I, I never played linebacker. I want to understand the mindset. I want to understand what's like, how do you look at the game, where it comes from and all of that. But Brian Dawkins, if you want to talk old school safeties, that man right there, man, he breaks the ball. He breaks the ball. Boa. I always want. I mean, I I really wish I could have hit like that, man. I mean, I hit as hard as I can. I can get you to ground. I'm I'm a pop you. But when he hit you, I, I feel like your soul gonna leave your body. Like that's like yeah. that Jamal Adams type hit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Just gonna get rocked. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I actually I actually live right outside of Philadelphia. So I got the better, better part of Brian Dawkins' career, man. And he was you got absolutely a prize Dawkins. Absolutely. I got the algae crumpler getting crushed by Brian Dawkins in the playoffs, (laughs) Brian Dawkins. That's the, uh, that's the good Brian Dawkins right there. Michael, I know that, I know that you talked a little bit about stylistically what makes you a good football player. Talk to me about when you came out of high school, right? And and there was a maturation that actually, that naturally happens there. But what are some things that in your game, you feel like you have developed over the last few years that have really made you now get to the
1: position that you're in? I'd say mentally, 100% mental. Uh, Back in high school, I wasn't taught how to watch film. Never knew how to watch film. I mean, I tried. uh, I mean, from watching and listening to Ray Lewis talk, Brian Dawkins talk, like some interviews, they talk about film, like how they watch film and stuff. So I tried to do that. But I mean, I never really caught on to it like that. But in college, when I started playing safety, and then I just started diving because I... My football team had a chance to make the playoffs and I mean, I wanted that so bad, so bad. So I meant, I'm, I mean, it was around, it was my, the back end of my sophomore year after I got a a hernia and I couldn't play for the rest of the season. So all I could do was sit down and watch. So, I mean, I literally just watch film and then tell people like stuff like that. And then I just started diving deeper and deeper. And then I started to understand like, Hey, like technique and film, is what really, really makes you good. It's not just athleticism. You can't just depend on athleticism. Like for you to make it, you got to be mentally in the game, and you got to be, you got to be there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 kind of setting this aside, right? Setting this apart for the people that are listening, just the, so we're on the same page here. Obviously, NFL, I'm sure, is is the number one goal, the number one dream. Are you open though? When the CFL opens back up, are you open to CFL? Um, The XFL, when that comes back, Indoor Football League, are you open to all potential professional opportunities?
1: Man, football is football. I want to play. I feel like I tell people I feel like I was born to play football because I've been doing this since I was a little kid. My father raised me. Literally, I used to have a baby pillow with all the football teams on it. So, (laughs) I mean, I was raised in a football household. I've been playing football. Football, even, to, even if it was flag, I know people say flag football really ain't, eh, but I mean, you got to be really athletic to play flag football because I mean, you got to be fast and you got to be able to move.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we talked a little bit about your versatility to play multiple positions in the secondary. Uh, I know some NFL teams are going to ask, are you willing or do you have experience playing special teams for, for that question? Your answer is,
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love most people don't like kickoff. Mm Oh, I won't be on a kickoff team. I used to ask my coach, let me be on a kickoff team. Just let me go. Let me go try and smoke him. Just let me go get him. You know, I'm gonna make the tackle at least. Let me try and smoke him because kickoff is really where you get. I was trying to get my Brian Dawkins, Jamal Adams hit on kickoff my whole college career. But then they took me off a kickoff after freshman year. So, yeah, but I like special teams, though. I love punt, punt return. I'd rather be a gunner than a returner, though. I'd much rather be a gunner than a returner because it's like playing corner again. It's just don't let him get to your man. Put hands on him, put him out of bounds, put him on his back. You got to do something. Don't let him get to that man. Yep.
0: That's that's like like press coverage for uh, 40 yards, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I love it, man. I, I know a lot of teams are obviously going to be very interested in that. I know it's been a tough off season for getting out opportunities with everything that's going on. I, I know you've been on the combine circuit. You've obviously been staying prepared. From this offseason in a perspective, what have you been doing to just keep yourself in shape, stay prepared, and take the be- take the best of what is regularly a bad situation, a negative situation this offseason?
1: Well, I mean, it's basically just worked work out. And that's, that's basically it, man. I mean, life is just like football. I mean, unexpected things happen and you just gotta, you gotta find your way around it. It's either you gonna give up or you gonna stand up, start, start walking again. So Mm -hmm. it's basically how it is. So I decided I'm gonna get up, start walking. Mm
0: -hmm. And I wanted to dive into that moment when, you get that
1: opportunity.
0: Obviously, you talked a little bit about you know any opportunity to play football is an opportunity you're willing to take. When you do get that call, you have the opportunity to sign that contract, officially call yourself a professional athlete. What's that moment going to feel like? What type of
1: blessing is that? Well, I mean, the first thing I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to thank God for that one because Big Man Upstairs is the one that got me this far and he's going to continue to keep me going. And then after that, call my parents. I might shed a couple of tears on the phone Cause I mean, this has been, I just, I professional football has been a dream since I was a little kid, man. And I just, I just, I want to know what it feels like to realize your dream. I mean, I always wanted to be a hall of famer, but everyone can't be a hall of famer. I'm gonna work my, I'm gonna work my tail off to be a hall of famer. But I mean, if it, if it isn't in God's plan, it isn't in God's plan. But if he blessed me to play professional football, Oh my gosh. I, I'm a cry. I, I'm a cry that day. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cry that day.
0: I, I, I don't blame you. I would be crying too. When I was a little kid, if you would have told me I would be playing professional football, I would have cried as well. <laughs> Last question. I kind of want to end you off here, Michael is, you know, obviously that blessing on that side from a organizational perspective, if a coach, a general manager, a scout, whatever it is that is listening to this conversation, they're going to ask you, What does Michael Bullard bring to the team the moment that you enter the organization and enter the building? What type of person and what type of player are they getting
1: in you? Well, if someone decides to sign me, you get a leader, you get energy, you get a fierce competitor, and you get someone that's going to work and work and work until I get a championship. That's the ultimate goal. I want one so bad. I haven't had one in high school, that was my goal. College, didn't get one. That was my goal. I, underta- I understand it's a team sport, and you can't do everything on your own. So I will do the best, the best to make sure my teammates are at their best and ready to go every week. And we going out there and we fighting. I don't care who it is you put in front of us, me and my boys, we're going to go out there and we're going to fight. Hmm.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Again, Mr. Michael Bullard, currently free agent defensive back, just waiting for his opportunity. Appreciate everyone for taking a listen into this NFL draft Bible spotlight edition brought to you by the free agency database headed by Mr. Marvin Jones. Please take a look, look up Michael. We have all his particulars in the profile and we hope that he has his opportunity very soon here.